0: I'm listening to my wife listen to the fucking Twilight books and they're always trying to bone each other. It makes me uncomfortable, Andy. I don't like it. I don't know what character this is. My mad elf. Commando Prompt: A podcast where we watch and review action movies through a critical lens. I am one of Santa's little babies, Ethan Willard,
1: and I'm an adult man, Andy.
0: Ah, he's not a baby anymore. He grew up.
1: Yeah, I grew up.
0: It's the reverse of Benjamin Button.
1: Yeah, I went the the normal way.
0: I guess everybody is living the reverse of Benjamin Button.
1: I know. He's (laughs) the only freak out there
0: that. Yeah. Poor guy. Should I? I haven't seen it. <laughs> Apparently it's three hours about an old man becoming a baby.
1: But like people liked it, right? Like they I... talk like it was like the talk of the town.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is this It's great to start your last episode of the year on the curious case of Benjamin Button, you know?
1: Everybody's wondering it was it good? <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for tuning in. This is our last episode of the year and we are excited. Uh before we start get into the meat of the show, once again, if you like our podcast intro, it is uh the welcoming uh off of Atmospheric Chord Music Volume Two by Two Mellow. So go check them out if you have a chance. Um and today we ain't talking about movie. We talking about things we liked this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately of th- many of minor movies I was going to say some of them <laughs> could probably be movies um, But yeah I mean we were We were thinking about like doing another Christmas themed action movie But then we were just like Let's just let's talk about things we liked
1: Yeah let's just Hang out as as friends Oh we should probably also mention well, We're in the same room Yeah this is what the wild heck?
0: I don't like being able to have eye contact with you <laughs> <laughs> When we, do, when we do it uh, remotely, I don't have a webcam, so Andy can't look at me, but I can look at him, and that's the way I prefer it to be.
1: Yeah, and he picks me apart. Yeah. He's like, what's that on your face? I don't say that. No, I'm just
0: joking. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking it. I could. <laughs> I could start fucking ripping you apart. But yeah, we. Uh, it's really fun. We got to see each other. It's not like we live that far away from each other or that we don't see each other that often but because we do live like n- an inconvenient amount of time away to be able to record in person it's nice that we get to do this at the end of the year on the lord's day no less
1: yeah 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 and i mean yeah it's a special time of year we 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 loaded up the sleigh we 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 loaded up the the deer and we 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 went across the reindeer we went across the, the grandma's house and
0: uh <laughs> My wife hates that song. Really? Why? Uh, grandma got run over by a reindeer. She it's hates violent. that song. Why does she hate it so much? Um, I think does she have like a, a, a I think run in? when she like I guess like that song like sprung into her consciousness was like shortly after her grandma passed away. So she just found it crass, which that I completely sense. understand. Absolutely. Um, do you it's ever dark. watch that fucking animated Adam Sandler fucking?
1: christmas movie eight crazy nights yeah no me neither <laughs> does that have a lot to do with his grandmother getting i think it, that's like a big murder? part of
0: that movie jesus uh, i think
1: this is that like the main premise
0: i think it is
1: <laughs> yikes
0: um but yeah so today we're just talking about the five things we love if you hear some commotion in the background it's because our wives are hanging out while we record this podcast and monique who mm-hmm. you might hear from later might hear from my wife later not andy's wife i don't think we'll see if we can convince her to get on here
1: i would love it if she would but she is like
0: man I've
1: that show's spent i've been on that show so many yeah, times
0: she's, she's fucking bored of it yeah i get it yeah me too <sighs>
1: me too can't keep her happy
0: yeah um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's like we're not talking about the production zone, we're not talking about a movie, so there's really not much preamble that we have to get into, so we can just like start getting in the fucking wreck, so that we can get drunk. Yeah, um, and I'm already kind of tipsy. Oh, all right. Spoiler alert. Whoa. Um, so yeah, so we're gonna do our top five. I think we're just gonna go back and forth. Andy will do his fifth, I'll do my fifth. Andy will do his fourth, I'll do my fourth, etc. So if you want to get us started.
1: Sure, I'll have to pick one. I actually have six.
0: Oh, bad boy.
1: I know. I I'm, I'm trying to decide because three of mine I realize are very similar. And are they horror movies? Kinda. <laughs> Not full on. <laughs> well, one of them I guess technically is full on horror, but the other two are just horror adjacent. Uh-huh. um I don't know, I'll just pick one. Uh yeah. so this I'll start out with one. And mine are not really in an order. Oh. Um, You're such an anarchist. I know. I don't listen to your (laughs) rules. But we we had talked about this movie before, and I don't recall if you had seen it or not, but it's really cool. And my friend that I work with, Craig Luckman, who's cool, told me to see it. And I'm glad he did because it's a dope movie. It's called Mandy.
0: Oh hell yeah. Yeah.
1: And you said you have or haven't seen I have it? seen it. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Well then you can chime in whenever you want with I, your opinions. I
0: forced a bunch of my friends to watch it while they were all high and I wasn't. Mm. Um Do they
1: like it more than you or
0: all of them fell asleep. Oh no. <laughs> it's not that boring. It's really not.
1: That's so funny. Must have been good weed. Um it came out in twenty eighteen. I described it as an acid trip revenge film.
0: It's like 2018. Yeah. Wow, all right.
1: Yeah. Um, starring logger Nicholas Cage mm-hmm. and his artist wife, Andrea Riseborough. And they live in a peaceful, secluded cabin in the woods until they cross paths with a hippie cult led by the unsettling Linus Roach, mm. who hired demon bikers by way of Hellraiser Cenobites to kidnap Mandy
0: it's been a long time since i watched this movie yeah. so a lot of this is new to me <laughs> um Are they actual like demons
1: so i i don't recall it's been a while since i've seen it as well but i don't recall them calling them literal demons they look like literal demons okay. but they could also be like slipknot fans cuz they're kind of just like <laughs> wearing masks and it is a very new metal movie yeah 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 <laughs> um I I originally wrote down like a like cyberpunk to describe it, but then I I didn't realize that it's like cyberpunk's like a, an actual genre yeah. like capital cyberpunk. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I didn't say that, but like if if like the way that it's shot, like it's shot with like like really cool colors and oh yeah, it's just very ethereal and like it's visually arresting. Yeah, it's dope and uh, and very then, bloody too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like. <laughs> you know it's it's they have this peaceful life together and then it gets upset by this cult and then um i don't want to give too much away but then there when i say revenge if you most revenge movies kind of follow the same trajectory um and nick cage goes on a killing spree
0: <laughs> yeah it was kind of like this was the f- first movie in a while that sort of redeemed nick cage cuz for a while there he was just putting out Movie after movie after movie for a paycheck because he was in trouble with the IRS. But this was like the first movie that I guess folks were like, "Oh yeah, this is why I like Nick Cage."
1: Mm Hmm. Yeah, and and his performance was amazing. And I don't. And I guess this is kind of a funny thing about movies is actors are just they're they're so they just show so much of themselves on screen. And I Mm -hmm. think this is a really prime example of that. Uh, where he, right before they started filming, his marriage of 17 years had abruptly ended to oh, his surprise. Poor man, and the movie deals a lot with, um, uh, like loss, and uh, I mean, so he's time. he's like literally inputting those emotions that he's experiencing from, from real life onto the screen, and it's incredible, and not to like. You know, take a tragedy and make it into a good thing, but it, his performance is incredible. It really is. <laughs> um, Did you know that it was produced by Elijah Wood? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Is
0: it, doesn't he have a horror production company? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There? Yeah. So, because,
1: like, on. Like I saw pictures of him like at the premiere, and it's just so funny because Elijah Wood. Elijah,
0: get out of there!
1: He's just such a silly guy. Yeah. (laughs) And whenever I see him, I like laugh because he just—no offense to him—I'm sure he's a pleasant person. And oh yeah. But like he's just so dopey to me. Yeah,
0: I feel like (laughs) if you play Frodo, you have to at least be pleasant. Yeah, yeah,
1: you have to be pure of heart. I think he's like too pure of heart. Kick his ass. Um, but it the movie's very effective it's you know it's dark it's uh all the protagonists are like disgusting and 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 creepy and um yeah it was it was really fun to watch and uh the very music's intense. good too yeah yeah like just the, the whole feel of the movie is really really good and
0: i have a vivid memory of him with like a gigantic axe or yeah.
1: sword <laughs> so he I guess in, in addition to him being good with wood, he's also good with, like, steel working. <laughs> so he, like, he just builds this ridiculous weaponry. Like It yeah. looks like an axe, but it also has something sharp on the other yeah. end, and it's just, like, one solid piece of steel that he builds, yeah.
0: which probably weighs, like, 200 pounds. <laughs> it's very, like... It's very, like, what I imagine the sword music videos look like like the band. yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um. it was um directed by panos Kosmatos mm. and he did um beyond the black rainbow that came out in 2010 which i think has like a similar kind of feel yeah
0: i've heard yeah it's like
1: um a woman is like sedated as she's in this like asylum and she has to like try and escape yeah, so it's kind of like a similar thing. And then um, he's working on a, a movie now that's in pre-production called Necrocosm. That looks pretty cool. Yeah, I heard Yeah? yeah? Um, they describe it as a phantasmagorical fantasy nightmare set deep within a strange galaxy where Does two-
0: that also have Nick Cage?
1: I don't think so. Okay. I mean, I I didn't see if they have casted it yet. Okay, okay. Um, I guess we'll find out. Oh, yeah. But- um, But there's these two lovers who are torn apart as they try to survive a malevolent invasion.
0: Mm. You hate to see it.
1: (laughs) And we will. It looks really cool. I mean, at least (laughs) just by the description. And based upon the other movies he's done, I think it would be cool to check out.
0: Hell yeah. Anyway, that's it. Way to start us off. That's a good one to start us off with. Thank
1: you. And I I think probably we'll
0: cover it. Cover Menu. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I think I think that's kind of ine- inevitable. <laughs> I would also like to watch it again. Mm-hmm. Um, my fifth, I, d- I did rank mine because you're good. I'm a I'm a I'm a good boy, I and mean, I'm on the nice list. You're on the naughty list.
1: One of us has to be.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of us is Krampus and one of us is Santa, <laughs>
1: and we're always at odds. Uh-huh. <laughs>
0: Uh, my fifth is a podcast called The Passenger List. Um, it is a narrative podcast. Uh, I don't know. Do you ever listen to like narrative podcasts at all, or is it mostly um, like hosts, like you know? I mean, if I
1: had to say, if it was narrative, they're mostly like nonfiction. Yeah, like informational. Yeah, narratives. like it's not but, like, like they,
0: it doesn't have like actors and stuff.
1: No. Well, actually. Kind of. I listened to like this hybrid one. Um, I heard about this podcast where it's like they interview a real life Catholic priest about his experiences with exorcisms. Whoa. And then they do reenactments on the podcast about based on stories of his experiences. Oh. It's very chilling.
0: I would not like that.
1: But it's great.
0: I'm happy you like Cause it.
1: Because I'm so curious about that stuff.
0: Uh, yeah, the, pa- the passenger list is a is a like a purely narrative podcast, and I listen to quite a lot of narrative podcasts because I'm always looking for good ones. And I think podcasts, when they can do, I think they're uniquely positioned to to do to tell a good story. Uh, unfortunately, I've listened to some good narrative podcasts. I've listened to a lot more bad ones mm. and rarely, if ever, great ones. This one is a great one, The Passenger List. Nice. It came out in... I'm going to uh, vamp for me.
1: Oh, um, yeah. Podcasts are when... <laughs> <laughs> That's pe- what you go with? People who think that they... <laughs> Are interesting and have a microphone.
0: <laughs> it's okay. It started in 2019, so like September 2019, so like pretty shortly before uh, COVID started getting buck wild. Um, the last great like narrative podcast I listened to was Homecoming, which was made into a Amazon show with Julia Roberts, which I loved. Um, but man, this one really just swept me away. It's two seasons. And it's just so propulsive to listen to. Like, you just, like, every episode that ends, you just want to go to the next one. Cool. Um, and the big reason why I liked it and the big reason why a lot of them don't work for me is, like, they can have a really good story, but the acting is unfortunately not there. Um, like, yeah, that's like Which I get because, like, it's kind of hard to get, like, decent actors and stuff like that, you know. It's also hard to convince actors to do a podcast, I would imagine. Uh, but this one, the main character, uh, Caitlin Lee, is played by Kelly Marie Tran, who was in uh, Star Wars Force Awakens. Uh, not Force The one that people hated, The Last Jedi, I think, mm. that she got fucking harassed off of the internet. It's so sad. But she's an incredible actor, and she carries the whole thing. And every like side character they bring into it are also they do really good performances. Um, so the the story is Caitlin's brother was on a plane that crashed um, and supposedly died, uh, and she and like the the crux of the story is her interviewing a bunch of people that either worked at the airline or for the airline or at the airport that day because she doesn't believe that he's dead. Hmm. Um. And it's it's her twin brother. I should mention, uh, so it's kind of like the stereotypical like grieving main character becomes obsessed with finding a different outcome so that they can like avoid their grief. Mm-hmm. But there are some like really cool twists, um, and like I said, all the side characters that they bring in have really great performances. And uh, yeah, it's two seasons, and you will just if you decide to listen to it, you'll barrel right through it. It's like super really good i liked it a lot that's my number five
1: that sounds cool yeah i have to check it out what you got for me should i do similar or different
0: whatever you want
1: okay it's santa's holiday i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm gonna take a hard left mm. all right i don't know <laughs> you talk about that sounds porn? political it's not <laughs> 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 um i'm gonna talk about the band thingy
0: i've never heard of them
1: so this band have you heard of pinback so Rob Crow of Pinback, he's he's been in tons of projects, just like since the '90s. And this one is not my favorite, but I, <laughs> I I that that sounds negative. I'm like I've I've heard a few of his things, and some of them I'm like I mean everything he does is sick, everything he does is cool. Yeah. Um, but this one in particular I like very much. So if you're familiar with Pinback, you know it's it's a bit more like reserved, like, poppy, I guess you would say. Like, lots of hooks, like, lots of, like, riffs that, you know, kind of get stuck in your head and that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, I was
0: just about to say that.
1: Um, which I love. I'm not saying anything Pindac negative about that. a one.
0: much older band than you think they are. What, like, 95? On? Yeah, like, I always thought that they, like, propped up in, like, the mid-aughts, but no, mm-hmm. um, they've been around for a while. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're sick. But um, this, so this band thingy... Um, they they formed in 1995 after the breakup of their previous project Heavy Vegetable. So Rob Crow of Pinback <laughs> and
0: I just, I just read that in their Wikipedia, and I was hoping you'd say Heavy Vegetable. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and I and I had never heard of Heavy, heavy Vegetable before, but I was because amazing of amazing. I looked into them. They uh, they're also a dope project, and that project is really cool because of Aaliyah Tenuta. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of both sing various parts and sing together and they have like a really, their voices sound very nice together. Um, So they're they're also worth checking out.
0: Is Rob the singer of of Pinback? Yeah. Okay.
1: Um, And then other members, uh, Brent Asbury, who was also in Pinback and uh, Mario Rubalcaba. um, He drummed in that band. Um, I mentioned him because he was in a bunch of cool bands. Uh, He was in this one called Click a Tat. Ikatawi, and I said that slowly because I just found out about them, and I listened to them, and they're really sick, too, so you should check, th- check them out. Um, um, he was also in Rocket from the Crypt, and Off, it's capital o- F- OFF, exclamation these. point, and maybe you've heard of Earthless, it's like more of like a... No. Um, like a slower kind of psych rock sort of thing. Okay. Um, and then there was other members, but I, I didn't recognize them. But... Yeah. This band's really cool because there it's like very mathy, it's very fast, it's very technical, but it still has like rob's pop sensibilities and it doesn't sound mathy. And mm. I think that that's a cool part about it. It mm-hmm. sounds interesting and there's like lots of parts and it's like everything moves very quickly, but it doesn't you know how sometimes like a math band it's like we're going to do this thing and it's going to be, you know, mathy but it like doesn't sound good it's just like yeah. they're doing it just to do it uh-huh. but i think these guys do such a good job at like doing both like uh-huh. doing stuff that's like technical and weird and unorthodox but it just it still sounds poppy at the same time Like it's still di- yeah. digestible which i really appreciate um they released their first ep in 96 and then they released two albums in 97 and 2000 and then um after the band was no longer playing out um rob released a, an album under the name in 2018 when he was an artist in residence at Joyful Noise. Oh. And, um, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. Check them out. They're super sick. They're on, like, my Spotify. This is m- a great reminder played. to listen to Pinback. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> listen Listen to, like, all of Rob's stuff. And, like, Rob has plenty of solo stuff, too. Um, he's just a... I would venture to say that guy's a genius.
0: Yeah, I mean... Fuck, what's the one Pinback album blue something yeah that's like a perfect album mhm i, did, uh, I did, yeah <laughs> uh he just has like a really distinct sound mhm or like direction of music that he likes to put out
1: yeah it's strange cuz um like they have so much good music but i've only ever met like one person in my my, in my life who was like hey do you listen to pinback you know like it's yeah. like i don't really know why they're they're like kind of slept on yeah
0: they're kind of underrated i think so that's a great that's a great um recommendation and i really want to listen to heavy vegetable just because they're called heavy vegetables mm-hmm. um what you hate age. vegetables i fucking hate vegetables i don't eat them don't eat them uh is it my turn yeah you can go ahead okay thank you <laughs> well uh, we should also consider
1: um how many of these do we want to knock off before we do you want to do them all i figured
0: then... we'll do this next one and then take a break Cool. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, my next one you might be familiar with. It's the OA, which I talked about last episode. Oh. Um, did you see them all? I did. I finished Hell it. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm so sad. Yeah, I guess you're kind of it stuck. Just, it's so good. But I wanted to. I it made it onto this list for two reasons. The first is that I don't think I did it justice when I talked about it during the rec section on the last episode. So I wanted to get my thoughts together to try and express why the show hit me so hard. The second is because I think it truly is just an utter achievement in inventive storytelling performance and just as a celebration of storytelling itself there is a reason why like certain stories resonate with people so hard and why unfortunately people will like go out of their way to like separate art from artists because like they've connected with something so heavily. And when an artist turns out to suck shit, Mm -hmm. they just want to do everything they can to like stay connected to that thing. Fortunately for the OA, the artists seem like pretty, pretty nice people. So you don't have that problem. Mm -hmm. Um, it's this raw, good ass storytelling. Uh, so, first off, let me synopsize it again, because like last time, I think I said like very bare bones. It's about a woman who is abducted, who was blind, who shows up seven years later and is no longer blind. Um, that- oh, also, in the last episode, I I forgot to make an Amazing Grace
1: joke. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> Thank you for. Do, do you want to do it now? Uh, me. <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Uh, yeah, the, the, uh, the girl that is abducted, um, previously to her being adu- abducted, she was adopted at the age of four. She immigrated from Russia, and her adopted family named her Prairie. So, all that synopsis that I gave last time is true. But if you'll allow me to go into minor spoilers What I didn't mention last time Is the reason why She went missing Is because she was abducted By a guy called Dr. Hunter Aloysius Percy A.K.A. Hap He calls himself Hap He is a supremely fucked up scientist That is studying near death experiences Or or NDEs As they call them in the show because during his residency in an emergency room, one of his patients flatlined, and he said he thought he heard a whoosh sound. So he's studying hmm. NDEs to try and prove that the afterlife exists. That's cool. Um, and he keeps his victims in sort of like a glass pentagon-like structure. And so each victim is kind of like in their own slice, if you can imagine, like they're in like their own triangle. So they can see each other but they can't touch each other and that is a kind of a big reason why i like this show so now just follow me down this road just hold hands and follow me down this road (sighs) i would not call myself a pessimist Although I often make fun of myself and deem myself as a curmudgeon, I have a generally negative disposition <laughs> toward people in particular. Uh, I've always been sort of quiet or removed. It's not easy for me to make like connections with people. That's why I have a small group of friends that I'm extremely close to because like, you know, I, have you know, I, I guess I choose kind of like the connections that I make. But underneath all of that, and though it can be difficult to tell, I think I have a general optimism about people. I think so. might be surprising. Yeah. Uh, however misguided that can be, I mostly think that people have a, resi- a re- resiliency inside of them that aren't as selfish as we make them out to be. And I really believe in is that family is not what you're born into, but what you choose. And the OA tackles all of that in a grace that I've never really seen before. Hmm all of my favorite shows, the Americans fringe leftovers do this in their own way, but I've never seen writing. So like completely devoted to human connection. Um, even though the show is dealing with super heady topics like parallel universes and astral projection and faith and spirituality, uh, even though the characters are put through like some pretty hellish shit that should like absolutely just destroy their devotion to one another and their hope. Um, there's always an underlying belief that these characters are essentially going to look after each one, each other. So like, it's just like each touch in the show, each hug, each kiss, kiss is just like an expression of that connection. And the characters just like genuinely care about each other in a way that I've rarely seen. And it really moved me. Is that, do those interactions are mostly from the people that are
1: being helped held captive is like they're like captured right like yeah the, the, the test subjects if a you lot
0: of them are but like when she escapes um she enlists the help of like five people in her local town and like they all start forming connections too and these are five like people from like very disparate walks of life one of them is like a very like meat-headed asshole bully another one um is actually is a uh he is a 16 year old boy who is trans who his parents still like use their dead name uh, even though he's told them multiple times like please don't call me that um another one is like he's uh he's like your straight A like honor roll student so like and they start like really forming these connections and it's it's such it's just such a beautiful show and it's such a tragedy that Netflix canceled it yeah um so i really hope somebody else picks him up please god Please. Please. You sort a fundraiser or something. Yeah. They did actually when it got canceled. Oh shit. <laughs> Go fund me.
1: Is that closed? I'll donate. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, I'm sorry. That was a long thing. I wrote a lot about the show cuz I wanted to give it justice. <laughs> no,
1: that's cool. I mean, yeah, the more you talk about it the more interested I am in I really it. I really think it has a
0: lot of stuff in there that is like right up your alley. I'll take it. Um Alright. So that was our five and fourth. That's a stupid way of saying that. Fifth and fourth. Oh, that was perfect. Uh and I think we're gonna take a little break here and maybe we'll bring in somebody to talk. Who knows? Whoa, look out. Uh-oh. Are back now. We have an extremely honored guest with us today, Monique. How are you?
2: Yay! Hi, I'm good. How are you? I'm
0: good. We're so happy to have you, um, Andy and I. Thought it would be boring if him and I just went back and forth, back and forth, doing our top things this yeah. year. So we wanted to bring in some extra voices. Um, so yeah, we're gonna continue on with our Rex. Andy and I did our fifth and our fourth, uh, and so we're moving on to our next one here, but because we have a guest, the guest always goes first, so Monique, please take it away.
2: Hi, guys. I'm really happy to be here.
0: Happy to have you. Yeah, Yay.
1: Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. So I want to say first, before we start with these wrecks, um, I know you guys did your last podcast on... Die Hard. Die Hard. Yes, and I want to say I watched that movie with Andy for the first time, and it was funny, mm-hmm. very funny movie.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't don't hold back.
2: Um, I wanted to tell you, Andrew. or oh, yeah, Ethan. Oh my
1: god. Well, that's one of our don't call yeah. him Andrew.
2: <laughs> Andrew and Ethan. <laughs> Andy and Ethan. <laughs> that we um. I met, or not met, but I saw Bruce Willis live in person in New York City. Doing what? He was like playing at, so he was a part of this like theater play in New York. um, And he was there, like, I don't know, practicing for the play. And so I didn't realize that um, he was actually. At the theater, um, until I was leaving New York, and we were walking by this theater and packed. It was packed with a bunch of people, and I like stopped this one lady. It was like, who, like, what's going on? Why, why is everyone here right now? Yeah. And they said they were like, Bruce Willis is in that truck right there. Yeah, they're here. And for So the Bruce. I was like, what? So I climbed this pole, <laughs> and how high did you get? I don't know how high I got, but I got high enough to scream Bruce Willis's name and wave at him and he waved back at me. Aww.
1: Wait from inside the truck?
2: He got out of the truck and I Aww. was like, Bruce, Bruce and he waved and that was that.
1: How'd that make you feel?
2: It I felt like I met a celebrity. And yeah. I I talk about it not that often, but whenever Bruce Willis is, you know, brought up in conversation, I have to tell
0: people From what I understand he's a very pleasant man.
2: Well, I actually don't know him personally. I've mm. never, you know, seen like interviews with him mm-hmm, or anything, mm-hmm. but he waved back at me. So
0: that's beautiful. So that was is excellent. that your recommendation?
2: No, my my recommendation is coming up, mm. but I just had to tell you.
0: You're
1: you're, re- you're recommending um, if you get the chance to wave at uh, Bruce, Bruce. Willis.
2: Wave because he will wave back.
0: Yeah. yeah, what a good guy. What a sweetheart. What
1: a
2: yeah. sweet man. Yeah. yeah, yeah, nice. Um, so hit us with it. Yeah, so I recently have been watching Avatar the Last Airbender.
0: Ooh.
1: Hell yeah. Yes.
2: Um, it's actually one of my comfort shows. So whenever I'm like going through it, I feel like I watch that show to. It's like nostalgic and also it's just a good ass show. I got to watch the whole yeah. thing sometime. Yeah. So I've been watching that. Um I guess, do you guys want me to do a little synopsis of what it's about for people who don't know? Please do. Talk about Aang. Okay. So, Avatar The Last Airbender, um, it's a show that was on Nickelodeon and aired from 2005 to 2008.
0: The Um, original boss baby. (laughs)
2: Because he's bald. Um, So, it's set in an Asian and Arctic-inspired world, which some people can like... Telekinetically um, manipulate um, different uh, elements, so like water, earth, fire, and air. Um, and in the show, they call it bending. So it's pretty. It's inspired by by uh, Chinese martial arts. Um, but in the show, the avatar is the only person who can bend all four elements. Mm-hmm. So he's like the super powerful man or or woman. Um, who is basically responsible for keeping harmony and balance and peace in the world Mm -hmm. because he's supposed to be super powerful, being able to bend all four elements. Um, And there hasn't
0: been one for a while, right, where the show picks up?
2: So because there's this super powerful avatar man, um, there's the Fire Nation who they want to have all the power. They yeah. want to start a war. Yeah. They want to take over the world. and so, Russia. <laughs> and so <laughs> they... they um <laughs> The Fire Nation currently has the Avatar, but he's an old man, and his time is soon to come to an end. And um, the thing about the Avatar is when he dies, he's always reborn
3: mm-hmm. um, okay. into
2: another nation. So they know that the next nation is air nomads and that the next air avatar is gonna be oh. um, an air nomad. I thought it
0: was random okay, that's interesting. So
2: oops, uh, so when um, when they um, find out that the next avatar is going to be an air nomad, they are about to wipe out the air nomads. So as soon as Avatar Roku, which is the fire fire nation fire bending, avatar dies. They're like, yep, we're coming for these air nomads. Yeah, because the
0: Fire Nation's like pretty fascist, right? Yes,
2: yes. So they wipe out the air. Oh, so Aang, this young, young avatar, he's only 12. He's only 12 years old. They um, tell him, they tell him at 12 years old, you're the avatar. He's 12? They were supposed to wait till he was 16. But because of like, they know that the Fire Nation's about to come and, you know, Fuck shit up! Oh. They're like, "Aang, we need you to hurry up. We need you to man yeah, up. Yeah, we okay. need you to to learn all these, you know, different bending and and
0: who's the who's the the fire bender who is like kind of hot and he like kind of wants Zuko. to Zuko, be- mm-hmm.
2: mm-hmm. <sighs> Fire Lord Zuko, kind of hot or not even Fire Lord Zuko. It's just He's Prince hot. Zuko, and then he does end up becoming Fire Lord. He's- Spoiler alert: He is hot." You, he's hot okay. with the scar. Yeah. And his yeah. dad's hot, too, actually. Mm-hmm. I just saw him recently. I was like, "Yeah, His dad's meanie. a jerk. His dad's a jerk. He's not a good guy. He can't be hot in a but jerk. But he is, he is a good-looking fellow. Unfortunately, a lot of hot We're people. We're talking are, about right. cartoons here. This is a cartoon. but <laughs> Oh, it's a cartoon? People who know, know. If you know, I'm you sure. know. So anyway. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So they try to kill all the all the Air Nomads. Aang finds out that he's the Avatar. He freaks out. He runs away.
0: Mm. Is there a reason? I think I watched the first. I think I watched up until Ang meets the Water Nation and starts learning water bending. I think that's where I left off. Is there a reason why the Fire Nation is so powerful?
2: I think you know. I never really thought about that. I think it may be just because because fire is so destructive. Mm. They are able to use that as like they use that to to scare people and people are are fear how destructive fire can be um and i think honestly i was gonna say it seems like they're really rich but the earth kingdom is also very rich and powerful Mm, too so i don't really i'm not sure why um they just were able to start this war and and continue. But anyway,
0: I'm so happy that this is one of your things. This is mm. this
2: is definitely one of my favorite shows. Um, Avatar Kyoshi is one of my favorite avatars. And um, but yeah, so I've just been watching this. Um,
0: Isn't Netflix bringing it back as a live action show?
2: Yes. So that was going to be my next thing. So. They're gonna be dropping this new show, live action Avatar Last Airbender, um, February of next year. Mm -hmm. And so there was actually a movie that came out. Oh, it's bad. It's a bad movie. It came out in (laughs) 2010, (laughs) 2010. right? Yeah, it came out in 2010, and it definitely was a flop. And a lot of people were upset because um, they casted a lot of like white actors, and and the show is really like. East Asian. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was like a big thing. And then they like pronounced the names wrong. And a lot of characteristics. M-Night. They on. called Sokka Soka. Sokka Soka. Yeah. Oh, well, that's Aang, embarrassing. And Ang was Ong. Come on. No. M-Night. Bad. Bad stuff. And so. M-Night, a- go
0: to bed.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. But a, a lot of people said that um, they took like really good characteristics from these these characters that we love so much, they, like, didn't include that in the movie. Mm-hmm. So that was, like, a big thing. Like, Aang is, like, this... He's he's a powerful person, but he is also this 12-year-old kid. Yeah. He's bubbly, he's funny, he's yeah. silly. And in the movie, they kind of took that away. So anyway, mm. the movie sucked, but now this new live-action show is coming, and the one of the creators of the original series is, um, like... Helping, oh, with, with with this. That's her, always that's what you show. need, man. Yeah. Just, yeah.
0: If you want to do it right, just talk to the people
1: who
2: yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> the biggest
0: problem with making it live action is that Aang is a twelve year old boy. Yeah. He's a twelve year old bald headed boy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's a little. He's a little he's nomad. A he's a
2: monk. That's so that with a
0: giant arrow on his head. with <laughs> a giant tattooed arrow. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but I think it's going to be really cool. I think it's going to be really interesting to see, like. Because when you watch the cartoon, it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it is, is a it's beautiful- very cool. The art is really The cool. background is is always beautiful. I always want to be on that flying bison up in the sky, mm. flying into the big ass, beautiful moon. The music is amazing. So I'm really excited to see how it's going to be like, in real life. Yeah. I'm, I want to see some bending. I want to see some hardcore, cool bending. For sure. Live like, action, bend it baby. like
0: Beckham. Oh my
2: God. Yeah. There you go. Ended, like, the
0: environmental uh, design of all the different nations are also really cool. Because, like, water mm-hmm. obviously lives, like, pretty heavily amongst, like, waterfalls and, like, and, and like ponds and stuff like that. Earth Nation are, like, very rural and rustic. Fire Nation has, like, big super spires. It's like metal. And stuff. I feel like there's yeah. metal everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's fire. Um, so it is kind of cool. Yeah.
1: I'm so happy you brought that just, up.
0: like. Just
1: weed. Air is
2: just air. <laughs> well, see, you don't really get to see air much except with Aang because they wiped like out temples. the Air Nomads. Yeah. So, so you oh, don't. Is, isn't it just like high up? It's high up. Yeah, 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 you like fly to get there, yeah. and so you don't really get to see a lot of cool like airbending except from Aang because he's yeah. the only one who can airbend. Sad. It's now there sad. is there is Legend of Korra that's like a oh, yeah. second series. Yeah, 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 Um, that a lot of people don't actually. I feel like a lot of people don't like it as much, but. I watched it recently and I think it's it's really interesting because um Aang, like you watch him just f- defeat the Fire Lord. Like that's what you watch. That's like his his main that's the main problem, defeating this Fire Lord guy. But in Korra, I feel like she has um Nice <laughs> There's like multiple bad guys that she fights and it's um it's like I think she has a lot more shit to deal with. And I don't know. It's it's just different. Oh, yeah. And so people don't like it. I love it. I I think it is really like pro-police though. So that's kind of weird.
1: For sure.
2: But aside from that, um, it, it you know, I think she's cool. The things what that she can do is cool. The wreck. people she fights is cool. And it's amazing. It's just a world that I love. So oh, yeah. yeah, I have a tattoo that kind of looks like... Oh. Um, like the air, yeah, air so nomad, much. air nation, yeah. like symbol. Say, Andy, if anyone knows what that looks like, that's on my arm, so.
4: <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. So good. Yep, that was like my so number one thing that I wanted to order. share. I know. It would have
1: been my thank you. you. Mm-hmm, yeah. Man, yeah, where do we go from there? I can. Um, let's see. Oh, maybe I'll do. Yeah, I'm just gonna uh, okay, I know it would have been much easier just to go down the list. are gonna but... say hours. I was like trying to do like free form, just like do it as I go. But <laughs> look where that got me. Um, so I think I'm going to. Uh, okay, yeah, I'm just, just gonna just reference uh, yeah. another podcast called Dudesy. Fucking nerd. And I feel like I've. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna say. Have you heard of a uh, commando prompt? Um, so I feel like I tell someone about this podcast like every few weeks. Is the AI one. Yep. Don't, don't say it like that.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: How long have they been around? <laughs> no, it's good. It's fun. Um, so I think this is like the only like oh, long-running okay. podcast that I've listened to every episode. Okay. Because I'm so curious about it, it it definitely like captures my interest, not because of the content, but because of like the premise. They've done like two seasons. They probably started like maybe maybe two years ago. Yeah, it's pretty recent. Um, but basically, um, so I went to their website today for the first time, and I uh, this is their little tagline: Will Sasso and Chad Colchin have been selected by state-of-the-art entertainment AI to host this first-of-its-kind comedy podcast. Welcome to Dudesy! Our hosts have been convinced to grant the Dudesy AI access to all of their personal emails, text messages, social media accounts, Purchases and browsing history, so that it can tailor to the show to do your specific take personalities and entertain you the at the highest level well possible. Every second? episode okay. is an entertainment <laughs> that generates data that will be used to make the next episode even better. Eventually, yeah, yeah, Doozy yeah. will be perfect, that and so will terrifying. you. And the reason that that sounds weird is because that was generated by AI. Wow. Um, is, do they take? I've, I've listened to a lot of I in the Everything, podcast. everything. So like. The AI will chime in. It's so funny. It'll be like, "Thank you for your information. I will now, you know, com- compute that and, and like make it better for the next one." And it's funny that you say that because I recently. So I've I've listened to a lot of the episodes, but I I um I went back and listened to the first one mm-hmm. like this week in preparation for the for talking about it, and um it's it's honestly so interesting to hear mm-hmm. the hosts who are being exposed to the AI for the first time being like very like confused and like kind of like shook by what the AI is doing and just being so taken aback by like the amount of yeah. of like ability that it has and it like knows all this information so it'll it'll like talk to How long is, is each episode? the, the host and like tell like say hey like I know Will like you okay. you know you you like this you like professional wrestling so I'm going to have you do this Impression of a professional wrestler and read this 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 content, and they're like, "Whoa! Like that's crazy! Like that's weird!" And it's like, yeah, probably like an hour. Yeah. Um. Oh, also the AI was um, it was given like it it, it analyzed like all so uh, eventually it would uh, have, have ever been made. So it's really just like taking the information from all podcasts <laughs> yeah. and like which ones that are successful and which ones that aren't, and it's like taking those things and it's 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 trying to create yeah. like the best podcast ever. Like I mentioned in the, in the in the thing in the beginning. It. I mean, if I mean, that's honestly like and part this was of the before experiment. the
0: general conversations yeah, I mean, that we've been uh, having. They talk
1: a lot of, AI, a lot of, right? in the show about like this was how before like Chad, GPT AI is used as a tool, yeah. like you know, like. Think about like Netflix yeah. and things that are already it using algorithms to push job. certain content <laughs> based on its popularity. <laughs> it's doing the same thing. It's no different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: I love ChatGPT.
1: Oh yeah, it's the best. Very <laughs> helpful. <laughs> and that's the thing because it's like it, I feel like whenever a lot of the conversations that i have about ai people more often than not are always like that's fucked up that's weird that's scary but like a lot sometimes like very often and I'll, i'll talk about this in a second like one of the hosts is like very like pro like like not pro but like accepting of like our ai future and the other one's like much more skeptical but it's like these are the these are the kinds of the realities that it's like ai is going to just be a tool that we will be using and then we go back to horses in the very near future and it's just kind of something that like we just have to kind of like adapt to and one of the examples was like do you think we went you know, to cars think about we were like afraid of horses you know your your mode of transportation was a horse for however long and like the car comes around and they're like that's dangerous i would say, and then, I would say going, most and then, like now we just all drive cars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's <laughs> like we're scared of the what the potential of AI I'll could do be, this. but that's just—I think we'll just adapt. And, and. Um, some people are really afraid of horses. Yes, that name. Horses kick. Right horses, <laughs> they nay. They—they're smelly. Did you say they nay They—they—they they whip. <laughs> um. So the the hosts are uh, Will Sasso and Chad Colton, Like I mentioned, Will Sasso is a comedian actor. Um. He played. In a, he's played a lot of like more background roles and like a lot of different stuff. Um, he was in a season of Mad TV. He played Curly in the Three Stooges oh, yeah, movie in 2012. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You haven't seen it. Uh, I had, and I also it's funny because like I never knew him until seeing listening to this podcast. You can also watch it on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. But um, he
2: is I funny, I grew
1: up watching um. Beverly Hills Ninja that came out in 97 yeah. is a Chris Farley movie and he was actually in that. Will and Will
2: Sasso? I'll,
1: yeah, Will Sasso. Damn, he's, really a lot of stuff. he's really funny. He's really funny. Like I on his like IMDb huh. he has like over 100 credits. Like he's he's he has a career and I, like yeah. Um and then Chad Colchin is a writer. He wrote on The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Um, I'd never heard of that movie, but uh, Steve Carell and Jamie star in it, and then um, he also wrote on Men, Women, and Children that came out. It's awesome. Um, but the reason that the AI chose them to be on it was because they both have their own podcasts, um, or had in the past. The AI chose them. them. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's awesome. Well, it gets better. Trust me.
4: why not? Why did it choo- <laughs> why did it choose them?
1: Okay, so it chose them because okay, gotcha. they're both just like personalities, like they would be good on a podcast. They both have experience in podcasting. Both of them had their own podcast. Uh, Chad Colchin currently has a podcast. AI brought us together. I don't want to like uh, yeah. go on a tangent too much. Actually, I'll probably save that. Um, and They're child. also friends in real life. Oh, it's an oh. AI. Okay. So like they would like have a chemistry. On the podcast, so that's why they well, chose. Well, I could figure
2: them. that out. You didn't need AI to to Well, that's that's them. part <laughs> of the experiment. That's part of the
1: experiment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. AI oh, so then is I I will say. Uh,
2: who's in charge of the experiment?
1: Sure. So I don't know. I don't know who. We've all seen the Matrix. Who like came up with the idea? Okay. So I keep saying experiment it's, it's kind of my own word blessing because it's the first time that anyone's God. done this but like AI I'm I'm convinced mostly because of this podcast, podcast, podcast but like I'm convinced that AI will be used more to create content that we will like yeah
2: and i robot yeah.
1: um <laughs> but i want to mention mm-hmm. Just an interesting thing about uh, Chad Colchin is that he has this podcast about The Bachelor and he also wrote a book where he like analyzed The Bachelor like pretty deeply and how like people go on the show just to become famous and then through like, social media just become like rich and famous afterwards like after like after they leave the show and so he like studied the show and like developed this like strategy and then he and his partner actually coach people to That's why Go on the show and compete in order to win it, so mm. that they and they go in like undercover, like the producers don't know, the other people on the show don't know, he, and they, yeah, won't, reveal, like to to win, podcasts, they won't reveal. We'll talk about it in podcast, but they won't reveal who on the show in that current season is actually like their coach. That's like person a, trying wow. to win. Keep going. And I and I forget if they said it, but I I'm pretty sure that they they have had people win the show.
2: Is it just The Bachelor, or are there other like just just ways?
1: Bachelor and Bachelorette? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Wow. It's so cool. It's wild. (laughs) Um, Cool, cool. (laughs) And uh, so, uh, so, like, you know, so far, uh, rumblings of AI is scary. Uh, Mm Dudesy so far has brought on Neil deGrasse Tyson as a guest unbeknownst to the hosts. um, They were told that they're going to have a a guest celebrity. They didn't know anything about this. And then finally it was like, like, hey, I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson. And they're like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, let's talk he's about AI. And he was wow. like, yeah, whatever. Um, he's also, I don't, he, it, fuck. Uh,
2: <laughs> well, isn't it a guy's voice? It is, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. It's modeled after a, a man. Who regulates
1: it? Um, but it, it has also like okay. started a Patreon. It, it it's it's invented a sport. Yeah. Yeah. It's what? it's released products like it's released like mugs and shirts, and it, it also released a hard site a hard seltzer that you can buy online. That's wild. Um, That's- and it also
3: <laughs> we, we should get there's that a company AI on here. there's
1: a company just like just like any company has an AI like yeah um, and then there's also this funny thing where it did an impersonation. Tom Brady
0: um, said that. I forget who
1: it was, but, oh, it was, uh, I think it did Tom Brady. Because Tom Brady, Tom Brady came out saying at some point, like someone like, some That's uh, a nightmare. journalist asked him, like, what are you going to do when you retire from, from football? He was like, oh, I might go into like stand-up comedy. And so, Tom Brady said that. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like dudesy was like, Lol! I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going to make Tom Brady doing because an hour-long it was stand-up than special, Tom Brady. and made content of yeah, uh, that's like, a and and like if you listen it's to it, it sounds comedy. like Tom Brady doing comedy, and the jokes are like not brilliant, but they're good, they're they're okay, and um, uh, whoever represents Tom Brady has sent them oh, a CC yeah. assist and yeah, I understand. Off, off
2: Ethan, farm. you look really concerned about Tom Brady that i <laughs> yeah
1: because tom brady felt really insecure, yeah. Right? yeah 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 no because uh there, there there's like a there's conversations going on right now about i will AI say that AI using the likeness of celebrities company. without their consent mm, and yeah. you know if you would make money off of that then that's like yeah. you can't take my identity yeah because he i mean that that was a, that was really a lot of the, anymore, the writer strike stuff going on yeah. is like you know what 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 can AI what what is ai allowed to do
2: same <laughs> isn't um bruce willis doing the ai thing like yeah. he signed to yeah. be yeah. able is to he, do that yeah yeah i yeah, think yeah, there's yeah. an ai um like kendall jenner is the face of this new ai thing on instagram yeah her name is billy Like that's Dang. what's what the ai's name is but it's kendall jenner's face that your wreck? and it's basically like I'm I'm Billy. I can you can talk to me about any yeah, of your I'm problems, but it's test, Kendall Jenner like talking, and, and it sounds like her, looks like her, um, but it's but mine it's like her, it's like a, my first you talk book recommendation, your problems and she'll which help is kind
0: of wild because I'm like a big book reader. <laughs> so yeah, um, although like a very slow book. Yeah, reader. Yeah, cool, Ethan. Are very you very best? Uh, I just love to read. Do you want to do more? Um, and I I read. <laughs> hey, it's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I read a lot of uh. Perfect. My brain. <laughs> God. Andy and I are both drinking Mad Elf right now and becoming Mad Elves. <laughs> Hurry up. Yeah. Also, our wives are in the background, just like silently What's heckling us. What's taking so us. long? Um. I'm sure, I'm joking <laughs> Yeah, you can't see them. I see them this whole time. No, I'm, I'm <laughs> the I'm the, the say what. Shut up. Um. <laughs> but my my oh, rig oh. um, is a book series uh, called The Fourth Wing book series. Yeah, quick came out giggling over that. Um and Just it's judging about is um, i right now. About a girl <laughs> <laughs> she has, like,
1: I'm very glad so I can't see that. like kind of frail. She has like a lot
0: of like joint issues. She very easily like dislocates like her her shoulders and things like that. She'll like break things really easily uh and she's enlisted into this extremely violent and brutal dragon academy <laughs> i know it sounds dumb but it's really good um it's uh it's funny like it, it, there's a lot of parallels i think just kind of in my mind i think because my wife is currently listening to the twilight books right now um but it's it's very like Um, sorry, they're doing a lot of hand signals right now. Um, but it's just like, it's very, it's like a, it's a romantic fantasy, uh, kind of series, which I've found out is actually called Bromantasy. That is an actual genre, apparently. Uh, but it's so it's so fucking cool because like um like the main character is supposed to be like she is like structurally as a person she's super weak because she's like very like brittle as far as like her bones can break super easily but she's so strong willed and so well written it's insane and the book is just so inclusive it's fucking queer as hell like it's just like really dope to see just kind of like the leaps that. Fantasy has made, um, just like recently, and it's not technically YA because I I think the main character is like twenty one, um, but it's a it you can fucking breeze. They're like as fantasy books have a tendency to be. They're like five hundred page books, so they're kind of big, but. Man, it's just, it's so fucking good. Like, really good, just, like, building of the world, the characters. There's a lot of sex in it, Andy. A lot of it. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like it. I don't like it, Andy. I'm listening to my wife listen to the fucking Twilight books, and they're always trying to bone each other. It makes me uncomfortable, Andy. I don't like it. I don't know what character Uh this is. My mad elf. Just skip over, over it. it. Anyway, it's a. Ri- <laughs> um, it's written by Rebecca Yaros. Uh, she actually released two of the three books this year, which is kind of wild. She re- released the first book at the beginning of the year. Second book, <laughs> uh, this past month in November. <laughs> And uh, her third book comes out, I think, like the first couple months uh, in uh, uh, 2024, and I cannot recommend them enough. They're they're really great. And horny as hell. Yeah. Speaking of being horny, I really need to go to the bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love you.
1: Sick, yeah. Tell me about it. Aren't we all? Yeah. Sorry. Cool. Take a little break and we'll be right back.
0: back. Now we're going to roll into the wrecks of our wrecks. We got Monique with us again. We might have my wifey on, Lori. Whoa. It's not her Christian name. Her name's Laura. But um, so I am being a little selfish. I'm going to do my wreck first. Don't look at my screen. I have my wrecks in really big font. <laughs> I see them. Yeah, my second wreck is our Cyprus and Berlin trip. Mm. This is why I told Rick that she might cry. Um, It's not really a wreck. It was just like, and I told Andy before, this is like the best experience we had this year. I've never been a best man in a wedding before. I was the best man at your wedding. Um, I, quite frankly, didn't think that I would have, I would be able to do a best man speech without like, crumbling into dust because I'm a very bad public speaker Um, but I did it Um, I think it went well oh it was perfect man I had the amazing support of Rick's sister Lauren uh, who is just like such a wonderful kind of like uh, just counterpart to the whole thing uh, and then we all went to fucking Cyprus together, and it was incredible. I've never been gone on vacation with my friends before, and to go to another country with them was just, like, buck wild. We went to this just um, amazing food. We went... What was the place that we went to that was, like, tropical and had, like, three floors? And then Rick had a phone on her head that said Molly. The club that we uh, went to? Guapa. The whole thing, the whole thing was just, like... <laughs> The whole thing was just so 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 amazing, and then um, and then we went to Berlin, which is like my wife's favorite city. Hell yeah! Um, And even though, like, I will willingly admit, I'm kind of hard to go on vacation with just because of uh, just a lot of reasons: OCD, anxiety, different stuff. It was just so nice to see. My wife in this city that she loves so much, with mm-hmm. a person that she loves so much, not me, her old friend that lives in church. Tr- I think she likes me. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. Um, but yeah, it was it was just a it was a, an amazing time, and I'm so happy that you even invited us to go out there with you. So yeah, that was my second one.
1: Oh, thanks, friend. That's really sweet. No, you're it's uh, you're so right. I've I uh. So uh, Rick and I, after we got married, we thought it'd be fun. So we actually went to a friend's wedding in Turkey and it was sick. And um, it was like such a special time because not only did we get to celebrate our friends getting married, but it was also like a trip we would never have thought to do on our own. Yeah. And um, so we thought maybe it would be nice to kind of do that again in our own way. Yeah. So instead of just like, you know, going out doing a honeymoon on our own. We invite our, like our friends and family, and uh, it was a very sweet time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I won't say that it was like a hundred percent like easy, but no. <laughs> it was uh, it was very sweet and like very special.
0: And like, yeah. travel always takes its toll in some way. Yeah, it was a project. Monique, but... you were at the the turkey wedding, right?
2: I was at the turkey wedding, and then after Turkey, um, Rick, Andy, and I went to Croatia, mm. so we got to do that, and then. Um, Cyprus was fun. We I got to drive on the like the
0: wrong side of the, the road, wrong side of the road,
2: which was rough. And actually, when I when we when I came back home, it took me a little bit to get used to driving. Like, yeah. on the you know normal side. You of the kind of like wrong. forget how to do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it was a really nice time. Um, I we're really lucky that we got to go and experience because like um like Andy said I. I don't think we would have gone to these cool places, you know, unless we were given. Yeah,
0: I don't think I'd ever have, would have gone to Cyprus. I don't think
2: I've ever would have gone to Turkey. Like, thank yeah. God that you know my best friend. She was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm getting married there, so you have to come." I'm like, okay, all
1: right, you got it.
2: Here we go.
1: Yeah, Nathan, to piggyback off of what you were saying, like, whenever I told someone that we were going to Cyprus, like most people were like, "I've never heard of this place." It's, yeah. So it's it's in it's an island. Um, south of Turkey, in the Mediterranean, and um, it you know it's a, it's originally a Greek island, and um, you yeah. know through history, um, I think it was the Ottoman Empire that like, kind of colonized it a little bit. So half of it is currently Turkish, and half of it is Greek. So there's some conflict there, um, but it truly is. It's you know so it's a beautiful, beautiful island and, like, and um I know a lot I of Americans like I typically when they go to Europe they like go like, to Greece It's so cheap um but to but do would, stuff there yeah, kind of like as far as
0: recommendations yeah. go like you know check out yeah. Cyprus it's I, I, I love the beautiful <laughs> who's up next <laughs> <laughs> mm hmm uh, mo- you uh you Monique you want to go next <laughs> oh shit. Yeah, everybody does. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Just,
0: in- <laughs> Just investing while you're there.
1: <laughs> Ethan was busy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'll go next because I really want to hear Laura talk about Twilight. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so the last thing that I want to recommend, um, this really cool band from Brazil. They're called Oterno. They're based out of Sao Paulo. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, they it's they they say they're like contemporary indie folk mixed with like tropicalia tropicalia I don't I think that's how you say it um, samba so just a really cool band but um, <clears throat> they released their latest album in 2019 it's called Atras Alem um, which means it translates to behind beyond very beautiful album I don't a weird thing about me i don't listen to like an album front to back often Mm -hmm. that's Um, how did you find them so when i do i just this is one of the albums that i've that i've done that with and it's just a very beautiful album i don't understand anything they're saying um (laughs) but the music is just really beautiful it like speaks to my soul so um so one of my friends recommended uh this band we actually like Share playlists, and so we'll like share music um, yeah. on our playlist, and yeah, he was like, I saw this. Um, that's awesome. Fleet Foxes went on tour like a couple years ago, yeah. and this guy, the lead singer of O-Turno, um was on tour with Fleet Foxes, and he played, and then that's how my friend found him, and then he recommended him to me, and so I actually got so um, the lead singer of Oterno his name is Tim Bernardes, he went on tour over the summer this past summer because he actually released his solo album um so he that's, got to tour that's and, really that. Cool. and i got to see him for free in in washington dc he was like he just put on a free show um so i got to like meet him wow, that's sick got to meet him got to give him a hug he was very sweet yeah I, he was a really cool guy um very talented um so and he actually um there was a little moment where I was like kind of hyper fixated on him so I was listening to a lot of his like interviews and stuff Yeah, and he um, was talking about like who inspires him and so I actually got to i it like opened a whole world of Brazilian music that, that sounds I like, just didn't know and so there's this band um, called Os, Os Mutantes I'm sorry if I'm like oh, pronouncing yeah, like them yeah so the lead singer of that band um, Rita Lee she is like this, like rock legend, like mm-hmm. in, in Brazil, based out of Sao Paulo, and so she influences a lot of his music. Um, and if you listen to her music, like she has a oh, yeah. lot of albums, amazing, and everything is so different. Like she has really chill, calm, like acoustic music. She just and then recently she has this really away. awesome. Like it's just like experimental things that like I don't think people were doing when she came out. Um, so yeah, Rita Lee, check her out too. She's she really She was cool.
1: like pretty prominent in like mm-hmm. 60s 70s mm-hmm. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But she, she, just she Yeah, she just oh, recently damn. passed away. So when he was oh, on Oh, right. Yeah, that yeah, was not too long ago. When he was on tour over summer, again, I was like really, you know, watching this, watching him on his tour and what he was posting and stuff. He had like a tribute to her and talked about how much she influenced him and you can actually Hell yeah. I didn't know, but if you listen to some of his albums or some of his songs, there is some like a similarity in in her music with with his, so Very cool. you can tell that he's you know, that's awesome. heavily Im- influenced. Your ex you were so, so.
0: good, She's Moni. Really cool Thank girl, you so much for cool coming girl. on the dang show.
2: I'm really glad that I got to um,
0: really get exposed to. Thank you know, so much.
2: Other world of music that I just All had.
0: All right, in my day are we gonna vamp until so. Laura gets in the yep. seat?
2: Your Rex were so
0: good. Yeah. Yeah. You wanna go? Yeah. Avatar, The Last Airbender,
2: Oterno, Tim Bernardes, Rita Lee. Rita there Lee. you go.
0: Laura <laughs> get in the seat yes thanks Hell for yeah.
2: having me <laughs> yay
0: yeah I guess she has to gather her thoughts I could go okay um no, no, no. no oh she's coming
1: in do you want it alright cool I'll, I'll, I'll do a thing well I was maybe thinking we could like take a break if you wanna do you need a break we we'll take a break. All right, uh, we'll we'll take a little break. We when we come famous. back, we'll be back with Ethan's few <laughs>
0: We are back, and we are back with a very special guest. I've known them. Oh, they're breathing so loud. I love her so much. It's my wife, Laura.
4: Hi. (laughs) (laughs) This is- Just
0: being creepy as ever.
4: (laughs) This is my debut into the airwaves. I'm falling in love with you all over again. Oh, no. I'm speaking into your plate. I call the thing. Don't call it that. <laughs> there's a so since we have an audience and they can't really breaking see the fourth yeah, wall. Talking here. To the mic, honey. It's really tough for us. <laughs> I know. There's a wall. There's a literal fourth wall, and I'm breathing into it, and I call it between my mouth and the microphone, and it's mm-hmm. a plate.
0: You're so, that's so, so beautiful. Wall.
4: Am I being inclusive in the way that I'm? You're doing?
1: always breaking down barriers yeah. and walls. walls. Yeah, I know. That's
0: it's why me. I married you.
1: Busting You're a true sh- social warrior.
4: So- yeah, so- they call me. They call me a liberal snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ! They call, me-
0: they
1: call me a sheep.
0: Uh, I did not expect to feel <laughs> as self-conscious as I do.
4: Welcome to my brain. <laughs> it's like it's like I'm always in. We Washington. should get
0: dudesy oh. to do a podcast about your brain. Oh God! Hell yeah! we're We're back for our fifth and final wreck, and to top it all off, we brought the love of my life into uh to start us off, so please went yeah. go ahead.: I'm starting. yeah.. okay, collect your thoughts.
4: So I want to be clear <laughs> I want to be very clear that there will be no spoilers, okay today. Uh,
0: Thank they, you for yeah, that. that is important.
4: No spoilers. Why? Because the recommendation that I am going to give, I am engrossed in the world of right now. And it's an indie, it's an indie (laughs) series. (laughs) I heard about it on Reddit. Never heard of it before.
1: Very underground.
4: Very underground. (laughs) This year, one of my recommendations, actually, this is my pre-recommendation, is getting the Reddit app (laughs) and making a profile. (laughs)
0: Yeah, my wife became an incel this year.
4: <laughs> yeah, I'm never going back. And I made, I like made a profile picture of Bonnie, our dog, and then Ethan told Aww. me that people are like are on say, Reddit to be anonymous. Mean. Yeah, they're
1: mean. They're gonna
0: think you're a dog. And they'll also oh, just like make fun of you for having a dog picture.
4: Yeah, so I changed it into an alien, so I look like all the other Reddit aliens.
0: That's true. Like
1: dogs over cats, because like everyone's cats online.
4: Yeah, exactly. Dogs dogs are dogs aren't cool. Dogs are excluded. Dogs are on in the out crowd. Please get to your
0: recommendation.
4: Okay, so that's my like pre req That's my pre req <laughs> My real rec.
0: You need your pre-reqs to get to
1: the, <laughs> to the, <actual. laughs>
4: to the oh main Oh my gear.
0: god. The main course. That's an upper epic ab- academic joke.
4: So it's like it's like freshman year. I <laughs> I completed my freshman year. I completed my sophomore year. And now I'm on my junior year of the series twilight okay oh, yeah. we got a little bit of a spoiler because there's been a lot of build up to my coming on and talking about this but um listen i was tricked at a bar on my husband's birthday <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> into <laughs> into reading twilight
0: that is true because you're Couple in a of quote, so unquote quote book club and yeah. you're the only one reading them yeah
4: and i was like yeah i never listened. To Twilight, I never watched the movies. I never read it in high school because I was like, it's too I'm um, too cool. I was like, I'm like, I'm like this like indie <laughs> loser that like it's too cool for you the indie loser. I'm the indie loser. Okay. You know? I love that concept. Being an indie loser <laughs> you know? that's too cool for things. <laughs> yes. That's basically the that's basically
0: the movie Juno. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: I was I was Juno minus the teen pregnancy. Mm. My high school crush was Michael Sarah. Me? For sure. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, you know, crash on me in movie. high school. I didn't, I didn't oh my work. god, don't get me started. So no, this needs ready. to be a whole other <laughs> guy. Um, <laughs> so, that's, that's the
0: tagline guy. of Juno. Is this who's guy. this guy? <laughs> <laughs>
4: yeah. Are you guys sure you want me on this podcast? <laughs> wait, wait. Oh
0: no, we're loose. We're mad elves. Are
3: what you going to talk about
4: the book? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Okay, so like I said, there won't be any spoilers because I am only on chapter 10 of the third book of Twilight. So Twilight for those of you who never heard of this series before, like I said, it's it's kind of against the grain. <laughs> okay. Um it's so it's it's like uh it's Mormon propaganda, okay? Mhm. Mhm. And I'm on the third book of. Is of it like? Four is it, well, it? you is like absolutely. straight up
0: say it's okay? So
4: I would. So I look at my the lens through which I am listening to Twilight because I am listening. <laughs> I am listening. That to is true. It. She's it's listening to the
0: audiobook so which honestly bad. I think funny. portray yeah, the Mormonism of it a lot more
4: because of the way the woman the way Milana that it's narrated. Yeah. She enunciates quite a bit. She really makes oh. them. Warm she, yeah, enemies. she really enunciates when <laughs>
0: Bella is just tearing herself apart. It's
4: okay, so this is the thing. So there is so much the whole thing is an allegory. Okay, so let me say a few things about this. And this is why I think I was tempted to read it in the first place. Not only because I was tricked. Mm-hmm. Like, billable tricked by Rick. Trick the older Rick ricky's over tricky here. Ricky's a ricky
0: star. is losing her That's mind in the background <laughs> ladies and gentlemen,
4: i think that the whole thing so i'm really interested i love cults i love esp nexium i love like just <laughs> <laughs> like i really relate to participating yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> i really relate to like the concept of cults because i'm very i'm i'm a seeker you know i'm like always interested in the next like the next thing like always looking for like something new to fixate on and find
0: something to give you a meaning. purpose yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah
4: exactly um luckily i found my priesthood holder in ethan which yeah, is what they call a... in mormons mm-hmm. they call um, um uh-huh. the man the man is the the key to the heavens if you don't have a man if you're a woman you're doomed You're welcome unless you have a man yep um so in which case with, Mo- with mormonism and twilight Edward Cullen is a vampire. Edward mm. Cullen is the one true love. I won't get into the whole synopsis because we could be here all night. And this is like a probably a subreddit podcast. Which I gotta <laughs> say,
0: the first thing that fucks me up, he's like 400 years old, right?
4: <laughs> you're gonna say 400
1: pounds. In spirit.
4: Kind no, of he's fucked up that he's in a relationship with a 17
0: year old. Yeah, yeah.
4: 117. Still. You. you don't even know about the books and you're like talking about it. Like you know. Yeah, okay. So he was born in nineteen oh three, or something. <laughs> something like that. Yes,
0: yeah, the that's turn of year. the century.
4: Yeah. Okay, so we don't have to get into like the whole synopsis because I'm really bad at telling stories and Yeah, you are. This is a whole other podcast. But there's a couple I wanna talk today. The reason that I'm so interested in Twilight, not only because it is a soft porn <laughs> and Edward Coleman is just so horny, his stomach hurts. Like I think that <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's the whole. Is the habit? is the
0: horniness coming from him, not Bella? <laughs> it's both.
4: It's both, but he's so his stomach actually hurts because he can't bone her because he's a vampire and mm. she's not yet. Well, it's like
1: a blood. Wait, lust. so you, <laughs> he he
0: yeah. can't have sex because he'd be too tempted to bite
4: her? Yes, because mm. it's like the the he he loves her scent. He's never loved in his life, and then he smells her and he's like. Yo. A load of this girl, she smells. Her blood smells good, and so he that's loves true love her. for a
3: vampire. Exactly,
4: but she's a human, so that's the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so so the whole like allegory with Mormonism is like there's themes, there's themes through the whole darn thing. You have Edward, which is he's like you know the patriarch. He is her gateway to literal eternal life. Yeah. It's, interestingly enough. I did a very good job of like not paying attention to anything about Twilight when Twilight was all the rage. Same. So I had no idea that the vampires live
0: forever. Oh, they live forever. In the... Okay, eternal. okay. Mm.
3: That's why he's an, old, so... he's an old guy. How do you
0: in this universe? How do you kill them?
4: Um, you burn them, and okay. you break you their necks. Rip them apart. Gonna say... Monique's giving me hints because I didn't pay attention to. Everybody. In other, it's and not. It's not like classic like or the werewolves wouldn't stake
1: to the heart right? Yeah, I was
0: going to say and like Highlander yeah. it's like cut off the head.
4: This isn't Highlander, this is Twilight. Thank the original. God
0: it's not original
1: is, vampire.
4: Joseph Smith is the real author.
0: Laura, you're flirting between evangelizing for Mormonism or
4: <laughs> Okay. So let me talk about I <laughs> feel like I feel like you're not letting me speak my truth. <laughs> <You> really?
0: <laughs> am trying to.
4: <laughs> I don't want you guys to lose listeners. Please continue. No,
1: we're because, gaining.
4: Yeah, there's a whole Mormon subculture. So, there's there's Edward, so Edward is representative and vampires in general are representative of a representative of just like connection to God and just like your gateway to the higher power and then there's just the whole themes of one the whole theme of women being uh, just incapable of functioning in the world without their man Yeah,
0: Bella really treats herself like shit she
4: really does the whole thing she's just like I'm just so clumsy I just am so stupid I'm just
0: getting myself into trouble the amount of times she calls herself like insane or weak or stupid is a lot, yeah, yeah, it's sad it it's is sad. sad, yeah,
4: and then, um, she's also so why are you
0: recommending it?
4: because it's a really interesting one. The story is just great, it's juicy, mm-hmm. but again, if you let me continue, <laughs> you're kind of acting like a real Jacob right now. <laughs> For those who don't know the reference, (laughs) Jacob is the other, he's the best friend slash love interest who you learn in the second book. He is a vampire. And sorry, he's not a vampire. He's a werewolf. Sorry, I swear I've read them. This
0: is Twilight with Terry
4: Gross. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Terry Gross, if you're listening, please give me a call. I would love to come on and Or Jennifer
0: Lynn. (laughs) Oh my God. We can't talk about this right now. (laughs)
4: Jennifer Lynn is definitely a recommendation. So, hot. I've
0: never seen H-Y-Y. her, but her voice is really something. She's like,
4: it's 69 degrees in Philadelphia this morning.
0: morning. You need to talk about
4: your recommendation. <laughs> I'm trying. I just get very derailed. And, and... <laughs> I just want to say you don't interrupt any of your other guests, but you do interrupt your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I want the whole internet to hear. <laughs> i want I want the internet to hear this nonsense mm-hmm. okay, so other other um ties to Mormonism, and then I'll continue with my recommendation for Twilight. She is Bella in the kitchen. she's like, oh, I have to my she ba- basically she moves in with her father in the first book she used used to live in Phoenix, which I relate to. I used to live in Phoenix, then she sunny mm. Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and then she moves to Seattle or Forks, which I've actually been to cool. Orcs is a cool place. It's a real place. It's beautiful. It's by the Olympic Peninsula in Washington State, Pacific Northwest. It's moody. And again, like, yes, Twilight probably had its own evangelical agenda. And yes, Bella represents everything that kind of just makes me really mad about women just making themselves smaller to be rescued by a man. However,
0: vampire it's a man vampire,
4: just like
0: male vampire
4: <laughs> Jesus himself yeah. Robert Pattinson. Jesus was a vampire
0: yeah,
4: me yeah. Mm-hmm. um, but it's a really it's a really good story, and the first movie, so i the way that I've been doing it is listening to the books on Audible, not narrated by the author, by a woman named Iliana. Bad voice actor, I think. Oh no, that was, sucks. Like, Melodramatic, but I like yeah. the melodrama. Sure, I think she does a good job um, making it very juvenile. Could also just be the writing. Um, but <laughs> the first, so I I listened to the book and then I watched and then I watched the movie and the first movie is like an indie banger and the music is amazing. The
0: music's really good.
4: And I remember like we were watching, well, I was watching it and I was hooting and hollering. It was so funny. You were laughing
0: a lot. It was
4: hilarious. The second one was like a little too moody. The second one was like way too over. I just was like a little bit like taken aback. I think because I, I just fell into this world. Mm. Like I, I just got hooked. Like I was like, I felt like I was bitten by Edward, yeah, himself. hell yeah, okay. yeah, hell
0: yeah. New Moon I've I heard had... is boring, right?
4: I didn't think it was no. boring. No, I'm
0: getting no from the audience. The
4: crowd disagrees. The crowd says, "Sorry, no." Well, the there's, crowd there's says, new "Maybe you should introduced. listen to it or read the book before you have it opinion. Yeah. yeah, new conflicts introduced, and so the first movie is like a beautiful indie movie. It's super, it really gray. is. A oh, yeah. It's super. It, yeah, I definitely get the sense. Lower budget. Is that the
0: one with the baseball game?
4: Yes, there's a baseball game. It kind of reminds me of the movie. Oh my gosh, is that Alice over <laughs> there? I think we have a vampire in the room. <laughs> Whoa. Um, Look out. But it also kind of reminds me of the same mood of the movie. I'm going to make a reference. Brick, I think it's called. Oh, yeah. Joseph Cork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, very good indie movie circa early aughts. That movie whips ass. Grainy, gray sick music that I remember downloading some of the songs off Limewire and being annoyed because the pictures were like Twilight and I remember having them on my iPod and being like, I don't like Twilight, but I do like these songs. Um, I,
3: to- yeah,
1: I totally see
4: like that song that's why like,
0: you're making that connection. Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Yep.
4: That one. And like all of these all of these songs would come Nailed on it. And Ethan was sitting right here and I where we're recording the podcast right now and I was watching the movie and every few minutes a new song would come on and be like this song is like right. this song so it's very much like a beautiful soundtrack. Yeah. I think there's so I'm recommending it cuz there's a little something for everyone. It's also a great gateway drug to get into books. Also I think it's this time, time
0: no. for people to reevaluate and no. rediscover <laughs> Twilight.
4: It's also a great gateway drug into organized religion
0: <laughs> which is definitely what we're advertising. <laughs> yeah
4: thank you. Oh uh, yeah. Um, do you feel
0: depressed?
4: <laughs> don't we all at times? <laughs> I don't because I'm reading Twilight and it's really giving me life. Um, what else do I want to say? Oh, I also want to say back to one more thing about Mormonism. I had a realization <laughs> I had a realization that, um, I think that so Edward's whole family, they're not actually a family. they're like just a bunch of vampires who right are, a
0: bunch of vegans.
4: Yeah, they're a bunch of vegetarians. <laughs> fucking vegans. Yeah, fucking vegans. But I think that like, like my so... grandma
1: likes to say, vegans.
0: Dude, my dad says that. Yeah. Is that just like? I guess yours is better. Like, cause an cause older person thing. I'm um, getting a thumbs up from Monique.
4: That's kind of like how my parents say "arugula." Yeah.
0: That's, that's nothing, not you guys. When I cut a rugula. <laughs> that one got that got a hoot and a holler <laughs> from the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I know we need an audience. <laughs> yeah. I think.
4: We've got a live laugh track up in here. Um, Let me say my piece, my final piece about Twilight being a Mormon allegory is that Edward's father, Carlisle.
2: Yeah, I have Moni over here like
4: giving me hot doctor, hot doctor, who's like thirty years old. Put me under. (laughs) Don't mind if I do. Put seven staples in my (laughs) leg. Just staple me up. Hey, too soon. Carlisle himself. (laughs) Carlisle. Myself.
0: or may I ask uh, who's
4: Joseph Smith thank you that's what I wanted to get out yeah. I think that Carlisle the dad is like the sort of a representative of the um, the man who allegedly like tripped in Star- yeah. the woods and was like whoa I found this like book I mean, it's a whole new religion
0: may I ask who is the uh-huh. overarching like the villain
4: Um, I think it's like in Mormonism. Sin. I think it's sin
0: is it Am I? Is the Volturi something?
4: Yeah. Well, of course, like every. Are they bad? Yeah. In the second book, the first one is James. There's
3: James.
4: James is like a vampire who's out to get Bella because she's the pet of the Collins. Mm -hmm. But I also are they all
0: internally teens?
4: Yeah. Okay. Well, so once you become a vampire, you're stuck. I can't. Yeah, yeah,
0: that that I get.
1: And yeah. they all turned into vampires when they were in high school, apparently.
4: Yeah, except for Carla.
0: Still yeah. fucked up. You're a hundred and some odd. Yeah. Doesn't matter.
4: No. Also, Robert Pattinson Doesn't is an matter. amazing actor.
0: He really is.
4: And then the guy who plays Jacob, what's his name? Bad actor. Bad actor.
0: Taylor something.
4: Taylor Lautner. I remember in high school, everybody was like Taylor. He
0: Wattner. really is He's just a, a dirt trash actor.
4: He's not and okay what's crazy here's the thing about taylor Lautner's not native yeah that's the worst part oh
0: shit i didn't
1: know that fuck
4: so werewolves the whole point is like
1: (laughs) was that explicit though like in the movie was it yeah Yeah, that's a major like they have a tribe like they live on a reservation he's just a
0: tan guy yeah
4: oof yeah Just a tan white man wearing jean shorts without a shirt that's his whole and I just got to the part in the book today where he explains it. He's like, Well, I have to take off my clothes when I become a werewolf, so I just tie my jeans. There's a lore AI. reason.
0: That's <laughs> amazing. What a good book.
4: So at least at least he has a reason.
0: Twilight um, is the good book.
4: Yeah. It's my Bible.
0: So happy to have had you on.
4: Oh, am I getting kicked off? No. I'm just getting
0: started. Do you wanna stay?
4: No, it's okay. I do have other recommendations. Please. Um,
0: do you? Or are you being a little uh, joker?
4: <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your recommendations. Oh, uh, I want to hear Andy. Andy hasn't been talking.
0: We only have. who uh, just been chiming
1: in? One
4: wanna hear more. Each. We have an Andrew in here. I'm not. Let's let's get Andrew on.
1: Oh, Andrew. I have I have a really fun one actually. You want to hear this?
0: Is this your oh, wait, is this your uh, last one, my boy? <laughs>
1: I mean, I have a couple more, but I I'll just do one more because we sh- we should uh go to bed.
0: It's all up to you. Okay, I Andrew. don't. Yeah, I have yeah. last one. I just realized that we skipped you the last round. Oh, oh no, I'm it's sorry. cool. I'm
1: fine.
4: Wait, no, you. Oh, you did your AI. You did yeah, 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 yeah. Oh wait. And then you oh, were like, right, Sorry. My recommendation is also to get married in Cyprus.
1: Yeah, I was like, you should um try it out with the state. <laughs> recognize your relationship and tax
4: yeah,
1: yeah hopefully I was told that's not actually true
4: didn't happen for us I think we had up. to pay more yep more
3: did. Oh, yeah.
1: jobs up. it's,
4: it's really not clear cheap. if we've been doing our taxes right though
0: no okay. unclear there's a guy around here called Eric
4: <laughs> <laughs> we love
0: him he, he really likes us
4: we're the funniest clients for him Ethan comes in and eats all of the hard candy on his desk. <laughs> <laughs> he just is like, and it's all individually wrapped, so like the whole time we're doing this, <laughs> it's just
0: so, just so hard to open too.
4: And it's so loud, and Eric is just like, okay, hey, let's so like, get your gross Really like Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. So, yeah.
0: What's your recommendation? <laughs> so, this podcast has gone way off the rails.
1: No, it's all good.
4: Why?
0: There's no rules. That is true. Santa's ain't no laws Santa's when dead. you're drinking <laughs> when you're with Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: good. This is an elf only podcast. Mm-hmm. Um. So recently, an artist that I like a lot came to Harrisburg where I live, Imagine and I was very dragons. stoked. Close. Um. This guy called Egyptian Lover. Um. So. He was like an early 80s LA DJ and producer, um, like early hip hop, like West Coast guy. Um, One of the early people who like developed like Electro. And he joined um, Uncle Jam's army of which Ice-T was also a member. Oh. And um, he was kind of like credited among the, um, like along with like the world class uh, wrecking crew of which Dr. Dre was involved with. Cool. um with pi- pioneering like the West Coast hip hop sound throughout the 80s and um his first album was called On the Nile which reached the at the time the Billboard top 200 and was was considered um like one of the first hip hop albums to come out like of like the West Coast hip hop scene
0: damn when
1: Um, I think that was like '82 or something like that. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, like early '80s, like for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like him a lot because he uses like mostly like analog gear and like centered around like the Roland TR like 808. And uh, so I got to see him live, which was really sick. Like at this like random little club in in Harrisburg. Um, That's wild. And uh, so I like I heard of him before that and like I knew he was like very important. Um, It was honestly like going to see him live was like such a commentary about like how he exists now because he's like very important historically in music, but Mm -hmm. he's also very fringe, if you will. Like um, like when I went to the show, most there wasn't that many people there to see him. Yeah. um, But there was also people who flew in from Florida to see him oh that's why okay. so it's like for people who know who he is he's very important and interesting but as, at the same time he's also like i i feel like has been is not the right phrase because that's like very harsh but like yeah, it I is know. all it is also like kind of like who he is like he he doesn't have like the namesake as like dr Dreyer or ice t but he does definitely have like an influence into like the west coast like hip-hop sound so he was really sick and just like watching him perform live, it was like funny because he's like an older guy, and but the music like hit really nicely, and it was like really sick, and I was like dancing really hard, yeah. And um, there's like most people were like not that interested, and I actually talked to the guy who like put the show on, and I was like, dude, this is sick, and he was like, yeah, it looks like you're having a great time, and I'm like, I am. This is my exact shit, and like he was like, not really for me, but and I was like, that's cool, but this guy's like. This guy's important, yeah, <laughs> you know, <yeah. laughs> like, uh, which is fine because he's he's younger than me, but um, yeah, just just the, <laughs> the impact of uh of his music was like insane, like like listening to like an eight oh eight like live like a drum machine it was like super heavy and like the sound was like so like rich and it was so sick, yeah. And um, there's this really funny moment where he like he like came out to the front of the stage and he was like throwing t shirts out to the crowd. And I was in like the front, like kind of corner row, mm-hmm. and he like ran out of t shirts and went back to his booth, and he like looked at me, and he like threw a shirt like right at me, and Aww. I caught it, and I like gave him like a nod because like I was like one of the few people in the audience who was like dancing and like fucking like nerding out over his shit, and he was like, "I see you, man," and I felt like, that so was like really nice. <laughs>
0: That's <is laughs> beautiful. I'm wearing the shirt right now, actually. Okay, oh. I've been I've been oh, meaning to ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah, so really. cool, man.
1: But yeah, it was super cool, it was super fun and uh I wouldn't say he's like a hero of mine, but he's definitely like it's a guy I've always like thought his show was like super dope and like never ever in a million years expected to see him. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, "Oh my god, he's like coming to my hometown." Like that's crazy. And also the fact that it was like when he played in Harrisburg, it was the only show he was playing on the East Coast. Like all the rest of his shows on his tour were on the West Coast and also in Europe. So like he Like, I just got very one off, got to
4: see in in Harrisburg,
0: yeah. People, people have got to branch out and like just kind of experience like other hip hop folks outside of like the mainstream
1: for sure. Because, like, there's so much good out there. I know, I I feel like
0: like old school hip hop for like
1: contemporary fans it doesn't entirely translate for most people, but like, just. The influencers are there. And there's also just like a very, like, it's obviously a very different sound. And I think, like, if people do give that stuff a chance, like, there's definitely, like, great stuff to, oh, yeah. to, to like, get into. And
0: there's, like, a lot of raw musicianship in mm-hmm. some of, like, the older stuff. Because, like, because like, even
1: with, with what a lot of people are doing nowadays with, like, sampling and stuff, it's like yeah. they literally invented that.
3: Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Just,
1: like, taking, like, old, like, soul and funk and just putting a beat over it and being, like, yeah. It's what we're doing.
4: Is that what his music is? Like, still? Like, how has it changed over time? Like, because I also feel like it's hard to, like, it's hard to, one, meet your, what's the phrase? To meet your idols. meet your heroes. Or yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. And, like, also, over time, like, when somebody is known to be a legend, it's like seeing Bob Dylan in concert. It's like, it actually sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're like, damn. Like, <laughs> you know? So, like, how has his, like, does he kind of, Sound entirely different than he did when he became a legend.
1: I mean, like I would say it seeing him live was was a somehow at the same time underwhelming and whelming at the same time. Like yeah, that's uh, beautiful <laughs> because seeing him in person was sick because because I didn't expect that. But also at the same time, like the reception of the audience was was like very like disappointing um and yeah. awkward at the same time and i felt really bad for him but 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 he still performed to his utmost ability and i really like respected that i'm about about him um and i i had i have one of his eps and i was like so stoked to get him to sign it but he started at 11 and he performed for like two hours <laughs> and i had to leave because i was sleepy yeah. and uh I didn't get to talk to him and I, I did feel nervous to talk to him so I felt a little bit of a relief to like leave because I was like what am I going to say to this guy? Yeah. Like hey your music's cool. Can you sign my record? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go to bed. <laughs> and that's, Great turnout. Yeah, I gotta go to bed. I know. I just want to be like sorry dude. Sorry for, for my hometown." <laughs> Hell yeah.
4: Good for you. Good Thank, you. For him. Thank
1: you. Yeah good for him. You know he's still touring doing his thing and yeah. For those who know, I know. He knows. He does know. He did this thing where he was like, "No, it's true." He was like, "I, you know, I, I introduced the 808 to the to the LA scene. You know, I started this shit." Yeah. And I don't know if that's true. I haven't seen seen it written Andrew down anywhere. Wrong. But if he thinks it's true, yeah, you know, I can I can repeat that. I can at least repeat it.
0: I wouldn't take that to court.
4: Yeah.
0: Amazing. I heard
4: it here first.
0: Uh, is it me? Yeah, if you wanna go. Might fucking shun this shit down.
1: Sure.
4: Yeah.
0: Um, my last one <clears throat> is starting this podcast.
1: I was gonna do the same thing. Shit. Bow, 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 bow.
0: Um both oh. iterations. Um, you know, I started this podcast at the beginning of this year with uh with Johnny as uh like folks who have been listening to this podcast know. Um I kinda just was like Came to him, was like, Hey, I want to do a podcast about action movies. Wanted to do it. I don't even know if he wanted to do it, but he said, Yeah. Uh, And then we, you know, did a couple episodes, and then he kind of wanted to go off and just kind of take care of himself. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to continue. And I thought about it for a little while, and then I was like, Let me ask, the number one boy. (laughs) Uh, And you said, Yeah. And now I'm doing it, and now I'm doing this again, and it's been just such a wonderful creative experience. It's been such a different creative experience because both of us have been in bands, and it's like such a different part of your brain that you're using. Yeah, you're just kind of yeah. using it because we're 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 criticizing stuff and we're thinking about stuff in a critical way, and it's a it's a different thing uh, to uh, to talk about like movies and. And stuff like that, but I think we've done a lot of, we've had a lot of episodes this year that I'm super proud of, um, like our, uh, our Quentin Tarantino episodes, like particularly, I'm really proud of those. Um, our first episode on Cloverfield, I'm really proud of our Die Hard episode that we just did, I'm really proud of. So, I am really stoked to have done this podcast, and I can't wait to continue doing. It. Me too. And that's it. Should we shut it down? Oh, yeah, it's done.
4: Proud of you guys.
0: Oh, you're still here.
4: I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
0: Proud of you too,
1: <laughs> dude. Your first mm-hmm. ever. Uh, I legitimately have forgot. you been. <laughs> I... Have you been in the, the 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 field before? Like, have you been? Has have you, has your voice been projected before?
0: Um, he was on the Marietta Ethan record. Forgot. Oh to
1: yeah, 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 yeah.
4: Include in that really beautiful narrative about and starting the podcast, Here we that go. you were actually the third. <gasps>
1: you rejected your husband?
4: <laughs> I was rejected. What? My husband. I Laura, was fired. Lore. let's Ethan talk about this me. in a measured way. <laughs> <laughs> I measured it, right? It's. I
0: like, asked you if you wanted to be a part tall, of the podcast. You clearly did not want to, but because you yes. loved me, you yeah, said yes. You.
4: I feel like, am I muted? Can you guys hear? Me? <laughs> <laughs> <Is> your...
1: <laughs> we can L- hear. Loud and clear, lore. Uh,
4: yeah, and we watched half of Michael Clayton, and you got annoyed because I was taking notes and talking to you because
0: you kept looking at me as you were taking notes. <laughs> yeah,
4: because I was like, I'm I doing love this that. Because right? you then like love they got him. Fired. Yeah. yeah, I was yeah. like, it's like George Clooney or <laughs> Ethan Willard, which one? Which
1: and she chose like Ethan Willard.
0: it's not it's often hard. you get to fire the love of your life.
4: I needed to be taken down a peg. Mm-hmm. I was getting a little too so cold yeah
3: yeah
0: thank you for You're coming on that. and talking your truth about Mormonism and Twilight.
4: I'm really honored to be um invited mm-hmm. and um, I'm really happy for your success, and I can't wait to share this with my followers
1: yeah i'd I'd love to have you back.
4: back I'd love to I would love, love to, to
0: have you back, okay.
4: Nobody believes you.
0: Okay, I love everybody so much. I think that's our show for 2023. Rest in peace. Merry Christmas. Do you have anything like l- lasting to say about this? <coughs> It's been a bad uh fourth quarter of the year just in the world.
1: Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um if if you've noticed uh, you know, we finished a lot of our latest episodes by saying Free Palestine, that's something we definitely stand behind. Yeah. Um Adamantly against occupation and genocide and uh Yeah.
0: It is something that will hopefully come to an end soon. Um and hopefully folks will continue like learning about
1: being active about Yeah. Do what you can, whatever's in your Your ability to um, protest and participate and donate to uh, organizations that are trying to help.
0: I think the greatest hope that we have for this podcast is that folks who are having a hard time can disconnect for a little while and have a good time when they're listening to this podcast. So, for sure, that's something we can do. Merry Christmas! I'm Santa. Um, Andy's Krampus, and um, that's the last thing I'll say.